What's the upside of family in your life? Do they love and support you? And do you do the same for them? Listen in as Sharon talks about the positive sides to both genetic and heart family. Does your world include the power of a strong family in both good and bad times? Well, you always deserve the best and make sure you reach for it. Let's find out more from Sharon right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. You know something? We just came through the Labor Day weekend. And what we did, my children live about an hour and a half south of us. And some of my other family live about an hour and a half north of us. And so my sister was going to the hour and a half north of us to visit her daughter. And she was with her other daughter and had her grandkids there. We went south to see my son and the grandkids and visit and my daughter-in-law and visit with family there. And my other son was camping, him and his partner were camping with his father and his wife. So my ex-husband, we're all good friends and we're all close. But I couldn't help it when I came back home after spending the weekend with my guys, my my son and the boys and my granddaughter who I adore. I mean, I just love them all so much. And my daughter-in-law who's just like my daughter. I mean, she's she's my girl. But I couldn't help but stop and think about family and how fortunate we are, even though in many cases in our family, there's been lots of issue around getting along and halting the drama and having the trust and holding the loyalty and being able to be appreciated and allow each other into our lives and have good conversations, et cetera, et cetera. I had the very best long weekend, Labor Day long weekend that I think I've ever had. It was so much fun. And I realized that one of the most important things about family, and I know that my son, Justin, and his partner and my ex-husband and his wife, they were laughing a lot. I know they were because that's what they do when they're together. It's what we all do when we're together. We did it while we were together. And I know my sister and her girls were all just killing it too. Laughter, joy, experiences, adventures, doing new things, watching. So this weekend, I was able to sort of sit back. I literally get kicked out of the kitchen. It's really quite funny how that all works. But my son loves to cook. He's a very good cook. And his wife is really enjoying cooking herself. And she really is kind of plays a sous chef when he's in the kitchen being the chef. But one thing we do have also is we have our granddaughter who is 27 and which is his daughter, Dan's daughter. And Jess was in the kitchen and both capacities. She broke down the chickens. She like after they were cooked, she um, she's just kind of helping in all capacities and she loves it because she works with food. She works in the food industry. So mealtimes for this part of our family is really, really fun. And so we enjoy the food. And meanwhile, I took pickles and I took jams and jellies and I I baked a big dessert and I take all this stuff down to help with the weekend too. So we're all foodies to some degree. And the fun thing is none of us are very big. (laughs) We all seem to be staying busy enough that none of us are very big. But again, in stepping back, it makes me sort of step back and say, wow, you know, the similarities in our characters and personalities, you really hope when you start having children that the good 
that you know in life and the good that you experience in your own world and your own life, that it will trickle down to your children and then down to your grandchildren. It's true. We learn through contrast, conflict, and challenge on this planet. Humans don't learn when anything's easy. We learn when it's challenging and we have to find solutions. And But there is an incredible amount of joy that comes, A, from finding solutions, but there's a credible amount of joy that comes just from your own personality, your own character, and being able to work together with family and laugh and have fun and be joyful and share the good. What I mean by that is my father was a chef. I love to cook and I love food. My son loves to cook and he loves food. He's very much a gourmet. He likes to do real specialty dishes. My granddaughter, wow, I mean, I've learned a ton from from her as to what she cooks in a specialty shop, a boutique restaurant in Calgary. She's been there for a couple of years. She loves it. She's so good at it. And that's what I mean by the good, the good, because, you know, everybody has personality quirks. We all have that toxic aspect, that side of us that can be negative or cranky. And it just gave me such joy this weekend to watch my youngest grandchild just interact with all the adults and just have so much fun. And he banters with his mother. I mean, she'll ask him to do a task and he'll just banter back and forth. He'll do the task. And he's not trying to be rude or disrespectful. He just banters. And it's really fun to watch him. My oldest grandson is graduated now and he's working. So when he came in the door uh, after he got off work on Sunday, I mean, everybody was so glad to see him, even the people he lives with. I mean, it was just so nice to, to be able to hug them and hug them all and be able to sit and talk. And how are you doing? And how's this going? And how's your car running? And, and, and be connected to their stories, be connected to their lives and to be able to share all the good, all the fun. But the other side of it is being able to sit down and have some of those hard conversations that you know you need to have because you're stuck somewhere in your life or you really want somebody to share a piece of yourself with. And I'll give you an example about that. I've been going through a few things myself in the last a little while. And the people that I've leaned to, turned to, have been my family. It's been my granddaughter and has been my son and my daughter-in-law. And I cannot tell you the courage it gave me to be able to bring up the issue in the area where I was struggling and have some really hard conversations because I felt like I was brave enough. I had courage and I had people that had my back and that loved me enough that it doesn't matter what happens. They're going to love me anyways. That's family. And that might be your your family from your genetic links. I don't know. But it could also be your heart family. You know, those people that you spend your time with that just love you and they support you and they have your back. Because I know firsthand, not all family does that. Not all family is going to be in your corner. Not all family is looking out for your best interest. And sometimes there comes a place in time as you grow up that you have to step away from people that are toxic and you have to find other people that will fill those gaps and be able to build strong relationships elsewhere so that you're not constantly fighting against a toxic tide where you can actually say, wow, I have such positive, fabulous people around me. Even when I'm having a down day, when I want to talk with them or have a conversation with them, they cheer me up. They make me feel good. Instead of the people where you're having a really good day, you walk in the room and all they do is complain and whine and whimper and and sometimes put you down and your own self-esteem goes for a tumble. And because I've had the both, I've got 
the positive and the transformational and the growth and the adventures constantly around me with my sister and her girls, my both my boys, with my ex-husband and his wife, and with my grandkids to be able to have that and be able to know I'm never going to be alone. I'm always going to have people that are going to have my back. And the people on the other side of it that stepped away in a toxic, really negative, powerful place who are no longer active in my experience, that's okay too. Because if you really look at family, the dynamic of family, dynamic of clan, as we call it a lot of times in my work, you look at that dynamic and you can really appreciate the brokenness too. And you can say, what did I learn from that? Where did I, what was the value in that for me? Because this is a divinely ordered universe, you guys. There's no mistakes. Everything that happens in this world has a purpose. Everything, everything. Don't even try to tell me different <laughs> because it's true. And we are the creators of our own reality. So if we have an experience that's, with a family member that's toxic and the interactions are negative and, and sad and always depressing and the stomach ache inducing <laughs> conversations that are never, ever happy. And you know, they don't have your best interest at heart. It's okay to step away. But the most important aspect of stepping away is being able to sit down first and say, not with them, because that won't work. But if they're toxic, they're toxic. That's their story and that's their choice. But sit down and say, what do I know now that I wouldn't have known without this person in my life? And I've had people in my life who've been so destructive, but because of it, I'm a bigger, better, stronger person for it. And because of it, I appreciate I cannot use that word strongly enough. I appreciate the love and the kindness and the, the, the wonder of the family that I do have, but it also flows over into friendships and into all the relationships that I have. I'll give me an example. I don't struggle making friends. I love having people around me at times and making friends is easy. And we went to watch uh, ball games. We bought season passes to the uh, someone like Gull's ball team, which is a Western conference. If you haven't got tickets for ball, you guys get them. It's worth it. It's the best league ever. Anyways, so we went to a lot of ball games and we traveled with a couple of friends of ours back and forth and great conversations and solution seeking and all, but they're friends, good friends. Meanwhile, at the ball diamond, we're sitting, you know, together. Karen and I sat together, Jim and Dave sat together and, and there was other people around us that we got to know because we had season tickets and they did too. And there's one particular lady, her name is Mary. And Mary was talking one day, we got chatting and you get to know people and her husband was there and Mary was talking about doing this, doing this uh, marathon cycling trip that she likes to do marathon biking. And I, meanwhile, am working really hard to try and get back to the core self physically. And we got talking and found out both of us are terrible procrastinators when it comes to our own well-being. And so I got an idea one day before we went to a game and I thought, I need to talk to Mary. And I did. I took her aside and I said, Mary, have you got an accountability buddy? She said, what do you mean? What's that? And I said, is somebody that you can actually call up, talk to, text, keep in touch with to share your goals, your visions in regards to the area that you're talking about, which is in our cases, fitness and getting healthy for me and her getting trimmed and donated in shape for the marathon she's got coming up in Nashville. And we agreed to be accountability buddies. Now, our relationship is ball. It's where we met. And it's accountability. But we have, since the end of the ball season, been in touch every week. And we support one another. We back each other up. 
She's becoming family. She's becoming that person because we don't sit around. We don't have a relationship outside of our accountability buddy system and or ball. And so it's really easy for us to just support one another. And it's really easy for us to have these really high flying conversations that you have with people you really care about. And thus, somebody else new added to the group that you have around you that you know has got your back because you become friends and you become friends through the adversity that you're dealing with. For both of us, we are finding ourselves actually really engaging every week in the goals that we've set, whereas prior we were tending to put it off, put it off, put it off. And I love it. But that's a good example. So so then I take my experiences that I'm having and I'm enjoying the interactions with Mary and I sit down with my family and we're yakking away and I start telling them about my accountability buddy and and she becomes a part of their experience and a part of their story. And that's positive and that's family. So when I'm talking about heart family, I'm talking about the people that are not genetically connected to you, but that come in through your heart space for whatever experience, for whatever reason, for whatever adventure. Mary and I were supposed to meet and we were supposed to become accountability buddies and it's working. I'm finding great progress. And she actually literally turned me on to a workout program that I would never have found without her, which is just, I love it so much. So I guess I just, I know there was a lot of people that we talk a lot about family and and I've made lots of, I've actually posted, uh, there's been some podcasts on family, you know, like the one on the narcissistic mother and negative family. What do you do when you go to the family get togethers and there's the crabby person there? You know, I've talked a lot about those kinds of things, but we don't often talk a lot about the positive, the joyful, the beautiful, the wonderful, and the things that we have that we value so much that it makes us smile when we get out of bed in the morning. I mean, when I have a Zoom meeting with anybody in my family, I love it so much. And my granddaughter and I do that all the time. We're always sitting and having great Zoom chats. My sons, oh my gosh, and my grandkids, my daughter-in-law, they're people that have helped shape my world. Uh, My daughter-in-law came up and we went shopping and she spent the weekend. Um, not this past weekend, the weekend before or two weeks, two weeks ago. And it was wonderful fun. We were able to just go and do stuff. We spent a lot of time in Costco and just really had a good time, went out for lunch. It was just wonderful. And that's, that's family. That's family. The people that you choose to do those things with. I have a girlfriend who I, I hadn't seen for years. Um, She lived in a different community that I used to live in. And she, her husband had gotten ill in the time that I hadn't seen her. And we actually figured it out. It's been six years since we saw one another, but it's probably been 20 some years since we've hung out and really done anything together. And the reason for that is um, when I got married 30 years ago, and met Dave 30 years ago, we ended up relocating into Red Deer and she's still in her little town. And we just, our paths never crossed and she was working and her husband was working. Well, we reconnected in the last month and it was like, it was like, that's heart family. And the reason I'm explaining this is because it was like we had never missed a day. We'd never missed a beat. We could talk. We could share our stories. We could laugh. We still understood one another. We can go walking together. She's just 
amazing and I love her with all of my heart and I know she loves me now since since unfortunately since the last time I saw her before this reconnect her husband had passed so she's on her own now but she's building a small community there as well of other women who are on their own and they get together and they all have their little camping trailers and they go camping together and it's wonderful and that's how you embrace heart family right there that's heart family and those are the people that it doesn't matter when you see them or when you don't how long you you've seen them since they connect you connect it's and the more experiences you share with somebody the more they feel like family and they become family but the positive because you don't have to have people around you that are negative and toxic so for those of you that feel like you are living around a lot of negativity and toxicity get out get away from that it's not necessary life is short in this past week we also had a relative pass away we had one of my husband's uncles passed away and when I look at these people and I see the ages on them and I know how old I am and I know how old my husband is and, and how my family's growing and I look at the boys, the grandkids, and they're all taller than me. I'm like, I'm not that tall, but still, <laughs> it really makes you stop and value the process of the day. If you're going to be cranky and you're going to be miserable and you're just going to mope around and be all sad and you're going to allow toxic people around you, you just remember that you, as you think, so you are. So if you're going to allow that to be, you're going to be drawing into your experience more toxicity, more sadness, more reasons to feel bad about yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Surround yourself with loving people. Build a hard family if you don't have loving people in your core family, in your genetic family. Do whatever it takes to do that because it's so worth it. And then when you have things like long weekends where you manage to slip away from uh, your uh, your tasks and your jobs and your obligations and commitments and go and spend time together, oh, it's so worth it. It is just so worth it for everybody. And those are how you, it's how you create memories. It's also how you grow in your heart space. It's how you become more aware, more enlightened and more empowered to be able to step forward into your own energy and feel good about your journey. Because let's face it, if you're gonna be miserable about your journey, why are you on the journey in the first place? I don't think any of us came here with a plan to be unhappy. We came here if we were unhappy generally in most of our lives. I have had lots of adversity, but I choose to be joyful. I choose to be loving. I choose to enjoy my friends and my family. My podcast producer, we had a meeting today. She's family. She's filling in my heart space. She's somebody that I can, and we have some serious downright hard meetings because there's things I have to do and things she has to do for us to move forward. And we've been working together for over a year now. And, and those are the relationships, the positive. You got somebody at work that's really toxic. Maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe you need to find out what it is you need to know from them so that you can change that dynamic. Either they step away, you step away. I don't know if I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I had a client. I probably said something about this in another podcast, but I'm going to do it again. I had a client who came to me and she said she'd get up in the morning and she felt so good and she'd drive into work and she'd walk into the office. And by the time she got to her office, she was in a bad mood. She felt bad. She felt down. She felt sad. 
And I'm looking at it going, I wonder if that's environmental energy or what's going on. So I started asking her about the people she encountered as she got to work in the morning. And the first person, of course, she saw was a receptionist. And she would say, good morning, how are you? And the receptionist was like, grumble, 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 grumble. And this woman is very sensitive. She's very empathic and she's very much a clairsentient. So she's picking up emotions from others. So this girl at the reception is always crabby and always unhappy. So what I told her is I said, look, first of all, you can't allow people to impact you that strongly, but to make yourself feel better, to give yourself a jump start, go buy a flower, put it in a little cute vase, get a little card that says you are fantastic. And then when she's not looking, nobody else is looking. So nobody sees, put it on her desk and just leave it. Don't say anything. Don't tell anybody. She thought that was the most fun because that really appealed to her. Clairsentience and claircognizance, clairsentience especially, they love helping others. They love doing things for others. So she did it. She got a flower and she put it in a little vase. She got a little card and she put it on it. You're fantastic. I appreciate you. And when nobody was looking, she put it on her desk. That girl was so confused. She went around the whole office trying to find out who did it. Who put this on my desk? She was baffled because she got along with nobody at her work. She was always crabby to everybody. Guess what? Two weeks later, she quit and went to a different job. And my client had been working with this girl for like four years. Holy cow. Isn't that amazing? That just shows how much influence you can have. Keep your world in order. Keep your family in order. Don't feel guilty if you have to step away from family members who are toxic. Embrace the ones who embrace you. Love them. God, yeah, like, like embracing puppies and kittens. Love your family, your kids, your grandkids, your parents. If they're in support of your journey, love them. Support their journey. If they're not, step away. If you have siblings that are really cantankerous and nasty, step away. You don't need that. Our soul family, our clan family, our genetic family are some of our best teachers through adversity, contrast, conflict, and challenge. Don't forget that. So when you decide to step away from somebody that you really haven't got along with for years and years and years, do it and uh, give them a flower and a kind little note. I don't mean physically, I mean energetically. Send them love, send them good feelings, send them appreciation. Look at them and try and find the things you really love about them. And when you think of them, only think of those things. Let me tell you what, your whole story will shift and you'll be so happy. You'll get up in the morning and you won't be able to stand yourself. <laughs> so listen, I want to invite all of you. I've picked a card which I do every time. And I always forget to tell you at the beginning that I'm going to pick a card, but I did pick one. Uh, I want to also, before I read this card, invite you to listen to us on Apple and you can find Apple on the website. You can find that link or anywhere where you, if you listen to Apple uh, podcast, I invite you to listen to the rest of the podcast. And the card I picked today is called the road runner. It's in the animal deck. And it says, keep your sense of humor. <laughs> Don't take things so seriously. Boy, isn't that a good lesson? You know, people will be very quick to tell you what a mess the world is in right now, but is it? Is your world a mess? Or are you happy? Can you be happy? Can you make that choice? Do it. Just do it. Until next time, have fun. I'll see you then. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca 
Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.